Good evening. Welcome to the Whiteboard Podcast, where we talk about uh, small business and talk about uh, business ideas, how to put them into practice, and we talk to cool people who are doing cool things. We might call it the Whiteboard Podcast. We might call it the Matt and Cody Show. We might call it the Coop and McCarson Empire. We don't even really know what we're going to call it, but uh, very excited today to have um, someone on our podcast that I've, you know, I've been friends with for a little bit. But you look at uh, what what he's doing in the um, in the e-commerce world. You know he's he's uh, he's doing a really good job, and we're excited to have him on. eBay Joey uh, also has his own podcast, which we'll get a little more detail about here shortly, because we want you to go listen to every single episode and uh, and support him over there. How's it going, eBay Joey? It's going good, man. I appreciate it. It's been a while since uh, I've seen you guys together. Been a couple months since since we was on your podcast. Yeah, man. Uh, I really enjoyed it, man. Yeah, no, dude, it was awesome. I think uh, the only thing that kind of sucked during the interview was my audio, but people that listened to it and the DMs that I got, they were excited, man. It was, it was really good to, for you guys to come on. Yeah, we were in, uh, uh, we weren't even in Q4 yet. We were, uh, it was Mm -hmm. was right in the middle of COVID. So uh, now we're going into Q4. Like (laughs) we were talking about the opportunity then, uh, you know. Yeah. Today, Today is the last day before Q4. Like, mm-hmm. are, are you excited? Yeah, man. You know what? This is my second year of reselling. And last year I was in the middle of moving. So mm-hmm. I was moving from central California to Southern California. And uh, I really didn't get a chance to source or, you know, mm-hmm. kind of build up the store. Uh, but man, I feel like the end of September is already Q4, man. A lot of people I've talked to, mm-hmm. I mean, sales have just been like above, mm-hmm. ab- like above normal. Right. Yeah. I mean, I, I talked to a guy and he says, oh man, I got eight orders, nine orders today. Unheard of, yeah. right? Yeah. So that's awesome. How about you guys? Oh man, it's been crazy. Been, uh, you know, <laughs> if you put up stuff to for sale, it's like people are just sitting at their freaking house, just hitting the buy button. Just oh, like, I mean, right. everybody's buying right now and it's just going to get crazier. Yeah, man. You know what? I had my best performing day a couple of days ago and I was like, man, was there like a stimulus program that went out or check that one out? Because there, that's a big spike, you know, to have that big record. Uh-huh. So I was just blown was, away, man. What was your record? Yes. Yeah, so, yeah. So my record for what I, I do everything based on profit and I hit $380 in, Dude, nice. in profit. And so my daily goal is only 133. Mm-hmm. So that was almost like three times the, the, the daily production that I, that I look for in, in the business. That's awesome, oh, that's man. Awesome. I want to talk more about that in a second. I didn't even introduce yeah. us. Uh, so um, whiteboard podcast, Matt and Cody, well, whatever we're going to call this freaking thing. Uh, so my name is Cody McCarson, uh, McCarson Method e-commerce on Instagram. And my co-host, business partner, one of my best friends, uh, Matthew Cooper. He's at, at Call Me Coop on uh um, Instagram, we run um, a Bolo group where we kind of call out, uh, you know, what's selling, uh, you know, uh, what's, what's doing great for us. And then uh, we've got a couple of really, uh, you know, just involved, uh, not, I say a couple, we've got uh, over 50 members now. So, uh, you know, yeah. it's uh, the, it, every day somebody's saying, holy crap, I just found this that's selling, you know, and it's a $10 profit and you can buy as many as you want. And, you know, and, and so um, uh, that's, that's at our Bolo group on Instagram. And, uh, you know, we're, we're doing the podcast, not even really to uh, uh, for any other reason. We just kind of want to have fun and have an excuse to talk to people like eBay Joey. So uh, uh, your your Instagram <laughs> awesome. handle it's it's at eBay Joey, yeah. right? Yeah, at at eBay Joey on Instagram. 
Awesome. Can you tell us a little bit about your podcast? So I, I didn't have a chance to listen to this last one, but uh, yeah, catch us up. What, what's what's been going on with that? Yeah. So the the podcast is called A Reseller's Journey, and I started it uh, last September. So September two thousand nineteen. Um, I was very new into the the reselling game, especially the sneaker community. I, if I'm going to identify with a, a reseller's uh, community, it's going to be the sneakers. Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, I, I'm a, I was a novice man, had a lot of questions. And, you know, it was just really hard to get information or to get other resellers to talk to you and, and, and tell you, you know, how to grow a business, what to look for and things like that in the day-to-day operations. And frankly, nobody has time for you. And yep. so that's kind of where the idea came where I was like, you know what, I, I need information, but I also want other resellers to tell their story that normally don't have a platform because there's some amazing resellers out there as you, you guys know. And I know mm-hmm. that they don't have a YouTube, you know, they don't have a yep. podcast. And, and if they're on Instagram, perhaps they don't even share as much and they're very, you know, yep. to themselves. So that's, that's what I was really wanting in, uh, in creating the the podcast and also a way to give back man to the community. Yeah. Yeah. hundred uh, percent. I was going to add to something you said. Well, yeah. One of the guys that does the most sales that, that, you know, is just like freaking killing it. He's got like no YouTube channel, no nothing like that. He's got like 200 mm-hmm. followers on Instagram. It's like, yeah holy crap, bro. Like if you would just tell the world what you're doing, you know, but uh, yeah, some people aren't motivated by that, but I'll tell you what, if we get them on the podcast, you know, you, you can, you could really learn from guys like that. They're just, you know, they're focused on their business. They're focused on growing the, you know, you said you had, you you mentioned the goals you had earlier, like um, talking to somebody who has goals, somebody who's building their business, somebody who knows their numbers inside and out and they're just working day to day to make it better that's the kind of people I want to be around, you know, I want to talk to and, mm-hmm. and you, you, you know, yours is kind of the same as us. Like we just kind of want an excuse to be able to hit up, you know, rake and profit or, uh, yeah. uh, Jack, uh, uh, Jack, the video game sourcing guy that's doing just crazy stuff. Like, and say, Hey man, uh, I, I know to get, to do consulting with you would be like a thousand dollars an hour, but would you want to <laughs> yeah. be on our podcast? And then, the- <laughs> you know, yeah. And, and that, and that's a smart way that's marketing, right? I mean, that's just really being creative because anytime you're doing a startup, whether it's the e-commerce or even the podcast, man, like I remember, like I hit up so many resellers and they said, Oh, you know, get some underneath your belt. Talk to me after season one, talk mm-hmm. to me yep. after season two. And so you, you respect it because their time is valuable and, and they want to contribute. I think a lot of people want to give back. They just don't have the opportunity to give back. Yeah. I think that Gary Vee uh, did uh, somebody asked him live and was like, Hey man, will you be on my podcast? I just started a podcast. And he was like, yeah, I'll do episode 100. Cause he's, yeah. you know, like he's better, yeah. you know, he said, yeah, sure. Down the road. Yeah. Why not? You know? And uh, uh, you look at somebody like Joe Rogan or some of these other yeah. guys that are, I say some of Joe Rogan's like the guy, but you know, yeah. like the, the people who are really doing it, they're 1500 episodes in or something crazy, you know? So like, it's right. just what they do. They, you know, and we want that excuse to, uh, you know, selfishly to be able to get some, you know, FaceTime with people like you. Uh, mm-hmm. but then also, you know, the content is so valuable. You know, it, when I first started, if I, if I would have, listen to you know one of my favorite podcasts is pure hustle podcast like the they're talking mm-hmm. about reselling and talking about the you know the, the day-to-day stuff like if i had listened to that or had exposure to that content it would have been a game changer for me day one 
instead of figuring some of that out on my own, uh, you know, uh, six months in, you know, so. Uh, yeah. Oh, for sure, man. Because I mean, a lot of these YouTube YouTubers are content creators. It's, it's very challenging. It's not like they have a series laid out, right. Where it's like, watch this video and then click on the next video. It's kind of like, you gotta, you gotta keep up with it and, and what they're doing because every season changes, man. Like your bolo group that I'm a part of. Mm-hmm. I mean, when I first joined, what you're sharing is so different than where we're at in Q4 approach approaching Q4. So you got to adapt with the times, man. Yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah, I agree. And, and, uh, you know, to talk about the Bolo group for a second, um, uh, I apologize to our listeners. We, uh, our warehouse, uh, the Wi-Fi, we're having issues. And so we have parked in front of a Starbucks and apparently there's kids outside of the, <laughs> outside of the van that are uh, messing around. They, so, see, they see two celebrities in the car, man. They're, they're trying to see who they are. <laughs> well, uh, so um, anyways, w- one of the things from the Bolo group, uh, you know, mm-hmm. we sold so many, uh, I guess it's probably, we probably shouldn't say on the podcast because to, to respect the members who are still selling it. But uh, uh, there was one, we were buying it for 35 bucks and selling it for 85 to I sold one at 99 when the price was higher. Um, and it was literally just, Hey, you know, you've got the information now. So, uh, I, if there's one principle I believe in more than anything else is the networking aspect of this whole thing. Like, uh, being able to talk to somebody who I, I initially found that one. So I'll take full credit for that. Uh, cause, cause I'm amazing, but, uh, <laughs> uh but, uh, you know, being able to network with people who uh, there, there's other ones that have just been crazy profitable for us. And, uh, you know, you, you're able to share the cream of the crop information with your network. And so, you know, mm-hmm. uh, one of the people that I shared that Bolo with, um, you know, you're making $25 every single one. And I was selling 20 a day for a while. Um, you know, uh, nice. like that was a crazy opportunity. Now I shared that with one other member and she, uh, she's now sold over 300. My bad. I knocked the uh, speaker off. Sorry. We just, we just (laughs) called somebody to have an accident or something. (laughs) Um, anyways, uh, she sold over 300 of these things. So I'm adding up the profit, you know, like, uh, holy crap. I made her so much freaking money. Well, now she's going to DM me if she has something crazy and say, Hey, I just wanted to return the favor. And like, the whole network is elevated because we're creating opportunity, you know, in the network. So, um, I I think, uh, I love the podcast thing, man. Like I can't wait to have, you know, uh, to have more people on and, you know, just explore and, you know, and learn and, and, and really build that, uh, you know, the relationships. Yeah. You guys definitely will, man, for sure. You guys are two likable guys, man. Good personality too. So when call me coop is taking over the IG, I I do like that though, because you get a break, from uh you know what you do every day and it just kind of switches it up uh, Cody, cody's a monster but he's on his phone 24 7 <laughs> posting stuff yeah you know i almost i almost wore a hat today to pay homage to him because he wears a, <laughs> a different hat every day yeah, hey, uh, check we won't share the video yeah. on the podcast but check out my hat yeah, yeah i love it man <laughs> uh, it was a birthday birthday. Uh, so um so okay well here's one thing i i, I really really yeah. want to talk to you about uh yeah podcasting so you've been doing it for a little bit what Mm -hmm. do we need to know like uh, obviously you see our setup we're doing you know we're still figuring some of the stuff out you know we've got cheaper equipment you know uh, you're sitting there in your full gear and uh, you know we uh, 
we have a you know a laptop and we're in, in, in a van <laughs> uh, so obviously we're not doing anything fancy what do we need to do uh, you know like what what advice would you give us you know yeah. as a very very young podcast yeah as a startup man i think just transparency and just great content man you know like the whole audio thing the microphones um the headphones all the gadgets that go into a podcast it doesn't make that big of a difference. It's, it's more like, do the people like your guys' personality? Do they like the guest? Do they like the different topics? And you, even with my podcast, what I've seen with the numbers, it's like um, certain guests bring, you know, certain values. And so you see like a high, high numbers, especially if they have a good following and people mm-hmm. like them, you'll see like a big uptake or uptick. Um, but for the most part, it's just being real, man, just being yourself and having fun. I think because you guys are so genuine and transparent, the podcast is going to be great because you're going to bring the people that are like-minded at, like you guys. Mm-hmm. And, and, you know, when I brought you guys on and we were talking, I remember call me Coop was like, at the end, he was like, man, like, I didn't even feel like we were on a podcast or we were recording. It was just like, it was just so natural. Yeah. We were just like chilling and talking. And, yeah. and I think that's the beauty of, of podcasting, but I mean, it would be nice to have a nice setup, you know, and yeah. have these mics Joe Rogan and, lair. Of yeah. All crazy, you know. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But you know, like the headphones that I have on, I, I got them at Marshall's and I use my Marshall bucks. Uh, to buy them and they were 15 bucks yeah the microphone i spent a lot i spent like 40 to 50 dollars on a microphone and then i bought a webcam nice and uh, that was really it man and i just got started and you know it's it's funny because your audience will they'll dm you and they'll tell you like man like you know this podcast you sounded a little bit nervous they'll say oh and then the next one like that one was really good and you know as you progress people will DM me and say, I felt like this was your best one. And so as you get comfortable, man, um, the podcast gets better. So I think you guys are on the right track personally. Well, I appreciate that. Do you share, uh, to, um, what's the, what's the one called, uh, voice, uh, isn't there one that you share to and it goes to everything? Like, is it, is there a certain way or do you, are you just on iTunes? you, You told us lips and last time, right? Yeah. So I use Lipson. So like, you know, uh, Lipson is a server. So for a lot of people that don't know about podcasting, I was, I was under the assumption that it was free. You know, you just get on a mic and you start talking, but you need a server. And so you set up an account with uh, iTunes, uh, or the podcast, and then you, you set up an account with Google, Spotify, and then they need your server address. And so Lipson takes care of that. And then once they approve your content, then as soon as you upload it to Lipson, Lips, Lips, Lipson, I forgot the name, then it goes to everywhere, wherever oh, okay. you, you have accounts. Okay, and then cool. that's how, that, that's how people find you. So, and it's not that expensive. You can, you can get started on a podcast for five bucks a month or $6 a month. And we're using uh, Anchor. Anchor, that's what I'm trying to Yeah, we use Anchor. Yeah, a lot of people use that one. I looked at them as well. Uh, you know, just whatever you guys feel comfortable with. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay, cool. So uh, next, you know, next kind of thing that was on my mind is uh, when we were talking to you before, which I guess it's been three or four months now, um, it was right, mm-hmm. you know, right in the heart of COVID, everything crazy going on. Um, you had left mm-hmm. your job, you had, you know, uh, what's, catch us up. Like, what, what, what have you been up? I yeah. follow you on Instagram, you know, uh, you're part of the group, and you know, the Bolo group and everything, but yeah. catch us up. Like, what's been up with you? Yeah. So last time we did an interview, I had just got laid off. So I got laid off uh, due to COVID July 23rd. And I think it was like, we ended up recording like a week after or that week. 
And uh, I've always been a part-time reseller for like the last year and a half. And, uh, you know, just been doing it part-time and just to kind of give a background, it, you know, I was only averaging like 500 to $800 a month. So 800 was like the max that I was making, but I was very brand new. And I, I lived in Central California. No, that's profit. Yeah, everything profit. I talk okay. about is going to be profit. Yeah, profit. so okay, cool. my profit was anywhere from like 800 was the max and then just kind of a couple hundred to $800. That was my first year and I lived in Central California. So the sourcing, you know, we're talking like Sacramento, Fresno, you know, these areas where it's not like a Super big metropolitan city. Right? Yeah, very, yeah, very competitive. But I, I just didn't know anything, right? And so I, I, I transferred for work. I, they transferred me to to San Diego uh, County and I bought a house, sold my house. And then just, I was working down here for uh, maybe like six to eight months and they let me go. But my business grew when I was down here because when I would source, um, the fines were a lot better. I mean, it was just like, you couldn't compare. And so I was able to like, at, at one point, 800 was my lowest living out here, my second year. And then I've been able to scale up to, to 3,500 uh, within the last two months. I've been able to do 3,500 twice in profit. And that's because now I'm going full time. But to make that jump from 800 in January in profit to 3,500 in September or August, it's, it's wow. a big jump. So now, now my challenge is how do I double that or how do I go to yeah, 4,000, 5,000, 6,000. And so uh, that's where I'm at right now, man. And, you know, just sourcing pretty much like every chance I get. Very aggressive out there. Would, would you have become full time if they wouldn't have laid you off? Uh, no, no. Because in my mind, I, you know, when when you have, a, I was getting paid every week. I, I was getting paid salary. I had a very comfortable job. I mean, my mortgage is twenty five hundred, and I was able to pay for that. And my wife didn't work, so I made decent money. And I was like, okay, reselling is starting to pick up. And I'm like, man, if I make 1000 a month in profit, imagine if I lost my job, you know, I can increase it. And that was always my mindset. But then reality sat in and it's like, okay, you lost your job, Joseph, but your sales are not going up right, right away because it takes time, you know, building the right inventory. And uh, I think it probably would have took me an additional two years to, to say, I'm going to quit this job. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So but it was definitely premature. Yeah, I think so. That's, that might be fate. Might be putting you in the right direction. Yeah, yeah, for sure, man. Uh, and, and, you know, it's kind of funny, but uh, I got a job interview tomorrow that yeah. a company called me. And it's a very great opportunity. It's about thirty to 40000 more than what I was making. Nice. Wow. So, yeah, so, yeah, and my wife's pregnant. So, you know, we're dropping in here first Congratulations. On, on the whiteboard uh, podcast. But, yeah, she's, <laughs> she's, she's pregnant. So I think as a reseller going full time, once you have responsibility, like you guys got responsibility, you know, I got a wife and I'm going to have three kids. I have two kids currently, mm -hmm. but you need to make a lot of money. And in California, mm -hmm. man, it's like 3,500 ain't going to cut it. So yep. I'm busting my ass trying oh, to yeah. get to the next level. <laughs> yep. That's true. I hear that. Uh, so so that's, that's where we sit right now. Yeah. Yeah, man. Good luck on the opportunity. And, you know, I think, yeah. uh, you know, let me ask the the next question, then I'll yeah. then I'll say what yeah. I'm thinking. So, do you think the average person just going out and starting? Because you know your business model, you're 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 heavy on eBay. You're going to Ross, yeah. Burlington Coat Factory. You're mm -hmm. finding you know uh, nice sneaker finds and jerseys yeah. and things that you can sell. You know, buy for twenty five, thirty five bucks. 
and then resell for a hundred plus and you're making a profit that way. Do you think the average person, like I was talking to Coop about this earlier, like there's so many families I know that it would drastically just radically change their life if they could make an extra 500 to a thousand dollars a month. And they have so much time because all they do is sit around playing video games and doing bullcrap stuff. Like, do you think, is it your opinion, the average person could just pick up, start eBay and then within, you know, three to six months be able to, uh, to make that 500 or a thousand dollars a month. Is that, is that possible? Yeah. It's, it's very possible with the right coach. And and I think if you have a, a mentor and I think for me, you know, and, and a lot of people give uh, people that charge for their time or to coach them or mentorship or there's a course. They look at those people and give them a hard time, but it, it's a business in itself and, and you're giving your knowledge and your time. And so I think if you ha- like if, if I were to develop somebody myself, knowing what I know now, I think absolutely they can do it. But they need to be dedicated. It's kind of like, you know, you want to lose weight. Well, you, you, you got to eat right, but you got to go to the gym or you got to exercise. You know, yeah. it's not just hey, I want to get healthy now. It's like, you got to put in the time and the effort. Right. And I just don't know if people really want to put in that work that are just average Joes or Janes or whatever. Right. You know? Yeah, no, a hundred percent. I I guess mm-hmm. I just kind of, I see people and I'm like, uh, you know, and, and I'm, I'm real involved with the church and, you know, and I yeah. do, uh, you know, I, uh, like I have other things. Like I see people and they're just broke as crap and they have all the time in the world and i'm like man if i just had more time like like i'm Mm -hmm. so leveraged on time that like the commitment to do the podcast and to be here you know and like like do this like it's a huge deal to you know to i'm having to make backdoor deals with my wife to just to get the the two or three hours to to get away to do but like i see people that are broke and they have so much time it's like i can tell you exactly what to do like, and then I guess there is that coaching out. Like, I guess I can I, I probably can't afford to just coach everybody for free, but like, it's right. like uh, YouTube and Instagram and, and, you know, mm-hmm. these, these things that are out there. Like if you would just take the time to learn, you could go and do this very easy side hustle, start this small business and, you know, do the e-commerce thing like mm-hmm. that. Like, I think there's so many people that it, it would radically change their life to have an extra thousand dollars a month, you know, and they have the time to do it. So I, yeah. I don't know. Soapbox. That's my soapbox. <laughs> I talked about Cody about this um, earlier today. He's talking about it's so easy, you know, go out there and just yeah. do it. I, like being a reseller, you got to have that dog mentality, you know, mm-hmm. the the Mamba mentality. You know, yeah, like there you Kobe. go. <laughs> not, every, not everybody has that. So to Cody, yeah. it's just like get off your ass and go, yeah. <laughs> go find something and make some. Yeah. Yeah, like not, not bit, everybody yeah. has that. You can't. You yeah, can't, you can't sell it. it's a process. It's a process, Coop, because you know I, I talk to a lot of resellers, but in particular, I talked to one of my good, good reselling buddies, names George, and you know we always talk about the best part of reselling is just sourcing or shopping, yep. right? Right. Yeah. And that's just one element of being a reseller because you got to be good with logistics, you got to be good with bookkeeping, mm-hmm. you got to be good with financing, yep. packaging. I mean everything, right? Your photography, your mm-hmm. setup your background and i feel that you know a lot of people just think that being a reseller uh oh, like my mom says oh how was shopping today it's like no i'm not shopping like <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> i mean how about how about route how about route planning oh yeah you know on the weekly yeah. basis now with some of the stuff we're doing yeah. on amazon like i'm making a trip around atlanta 
and you've been to Atlanta. It's a it's a yeah. total cluster. Like it's it's, it's yeah, it's it's hard. To, you, uh. know, you can drive for two hours from one side of Atlanta to the other. So you know yeah. we're going around the perimeter. I try not to go inside the perimeter, but I, I mm. right there, Metro Atlanta around the perimeter. I, I do that very, like a lot. Yeah. You know? So uh, route planning is a beast. Yeah. Route planning. You know, it's key because when I went to Atlanta and I did that sourcing trip and we talked about it. Uh, and then I went Jacksonville and Orlando. So let's compare Orlando and Atlanta. Cause I think you guys have been to Florida, right? Yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. So in Atlanta, when I was, you know, I did, I did the trip with Ross Shellington and it's like, we did like a big circle and it's like, we started at one point and then it's not like you just cross a cut. Cause I know there's an X, the, the freeway or the, the highway, whatever there's an X and then the circle. And then, so it's like, these stores are like, cities away where it's right. like at least a 20 25 minute drive mm-hmm. and so when i went to orlando and we're doing the route planning there was two rosses in a in, in a shopping center within yep. like 800 feet and i'm just <laughs> like i'm like you gotta be kidding me and yep. so literally in orlando it was like there's a ross within you know miles man we're talking like a five mile perimeter you're hitting so many stores but you go to atlanta and it's like, you have to drive. So by the time Cody hits two stores in Atlanta, some dude or some gal in Orlando has already hit like six stores. <laughs> yeah, that's true. Yeah, yep, that is true. So, um, yeah, I, I think I think the average person gets out there and if they would just take two hours, go to, uh, you know, we're talking about small business and, uh, you know, people that are already entrepreneurial, you know, at least a little bit like, I don't know, put in the work a little, you know, just put in some work up front. And, and I think anybody could do what we're doing. You know, uh, mm-hmm. So let, let me ask you this. If you were yeah, going to, yeah. if you're going to tell, um, you know, that person, the person I'm talking about, yeah. they're going out, they have, you know, uh, five, they've saved up $500 and they mm-hmm. want to invest it and they want to go with your model. Uh, what you and I have a little bit different model. I'm, I'm, you know, I'm mm-hmm. on Amazon very heavy right now. Um, you're, yeah. you're, ebay um they're going with yours um what advice would you give them how, how what 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 could you tell them about working a ross or going and working uh a burlington coat factor like what's your mindset when you go in what are yeah. you looking for what do you what do you have your eyes peeled for how are you looking up comps that, that kind of thing yeah so with 500 dollars uh i rather have quantity rather than quality with $500 because that's going to give me the best opportunity in my opinion to sell something. So it's like, okay. let's say I, I can buy five items at a hundred dollars. I can buy, uh, let's break it down where it's just 500. So I can do like 10 items at $50 or, you know, you can kind of increase it and have a lot more, but I feel like that's going to give you the opportunity to, to start from the ground because okay. you're going to need feedback. You need feedback. And at the same time, don't focus on making profit right away. Just focus on making sales to learn the shipping. So that's what I did. I said, you know what? I'm going to charge everything on the credit card. If I don't sell it in 30 days, I'm going to return it and get my money back on that credit card. So I don't pay interest, but I want to learn how to ship. I want to learn how to ship. I want to know the different zones. How much is going to cost me? What's the way? So I'm looking at, I'm probably going to look at items that are light under three pounds. So if I'm walking into a Ross, uh, like today, I'm looking for jerseys only. That's like my main focus. So um, somebody on Instagram posted uh, LeBron James basketball jerseys that retail for 200. They're being sold for $40 at Ross. 
you can sell them right now for three to 400. And so, yeah, you have that $500. If you find one, that's 40, that leaves you 460. There's a, you have a lot more to do. Yeah. That's $40 into how much? Yeah. 300 to 400. So there was a sale and this is according to my source. Uh, one sale was $400 for, it's a vapor knit. It's the most expensive basketball Jersey. It's, it's, it's very close to the NBA players wearing it. Uh-huh. And so mainly Ross is always getting old inventory. And I've also seen players that. Crap. That I've walked by and looked yeah. at that and said, I bet that's where you know, Cause I, that's not, yeah. my, that's not my bread and butter. I'm not focused on it, but right. Sounds like I freaking should be. I need to, I need to get yeah. in there. And yeah. look at jerseys. We found a, uh, a Mike Evans jersey at uh, Ross for $29.99 and sold it for yeah. $20. Yeah, that was probably that, the Sony one. Even those mar- margins are crazy. Like, mm-hmm. like thirty. Like, yeah. hey, hey, buddy, take this thirty dollars, invest it into this, and then yeah. you'll have nine. Probably ninety dollars or a hundred dollars after fees yeah. and everything. Like, that makes so much sense to me. Like, why not? Why not just get it? Sorry, yeah, that's, sorry that's go one, ahead. That's one right. of those in like every raw. You just gotta be able to point it out. Yeah, like mm-hmm. be able to identify. Yeah, and 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 I think paying close attention to social media, you know, Instagram, like. Like I, so this guy that posted it, I called him today on Instagram. I don't know him, never talked to him. He follows me. I follow him. He posted the Jersey and because he posted it, I told my wife that night, I'm going to San Diego in the morning and I'm going to hit every store in San Diego. And I did. And then I, I saw one reseller in five stores. He, we, he, we're literally racing to each store <laughs> and he's looking for the jerseys. And so we, I went all the way to the border and then he stopped there and then I went back up and I was able to find some more, but it's also paying the close attention to, uh, to social media, what other people are finding because, you know, people are going to post uh, what's out there and what's making money. So definitely oh, yeah. look at all that. Day. I would say, look at some shoes that are around the $30, $40, um, price margin. Mm-hmm. And my rule of thumb, once I figured out all the math is that it's at least two and a half times multiple is what you have to, what you have to sell it for is, uh, compared to what you bought it for to yep. make that 50% margin. So if you buy a shoe for $30, you know, two and a half times, uh, it's going to be around 70 to $80 after yep. shipping and all that. You should be able to get at least 15, $20 back. That's right in line with what my wife and I do. Yeah. We're, we're looking for three X, but on Amazon, it's a little bit more expensive to sell. So, I mean, uh, yeah, we're right there. Yeah the, fee, yeah. the fees are a lot higher and it depends on the platform. You know, like I sell on Poshmark, and uh, typically you can sell it for more on Poshmark because the fees are higher and the clientele will pay. Right. So um, that's another thing that I would do is not only when you're looking at these raw stores, guys, and you're finding this product, you need to also, uh, you know, uh, price it for the right price and then also pit it all over the internet. Yeah. So cross list and do the whole, you know. So what's your, yeah, you want to, you definitely want to cross list. Yeah. But what's your experience with Amazon? Last time we talked, you were still, you know, kind of new and weary about it. How you feel about it now? Yeah, man. You know, the only thing I don't like is the return aspect. I do like yeah. the fact that it, you do sell it very, 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 very quick. But I'm just so scared of the returns, man. Like I'm getting yeah. returns nonstop and it, it really hurts the business because you're paying for the shipping to go and then you're paying for the shipping to come back. And then sometimes you can't even resell it, you know, yep, yep. and sometimes you can't even return it to the store. So, you know, it, it's just one of yep. those things where you're, you're trying to figure it out, but I do like, I do like the platform and I do like the opportunity. I still got to figure it out as far as yeah. 
what is worth selling on Amazon compared to the other platforms? Yeah, but if you're an eBay seller who's very mm -hmm. return phobic, uh, you know, mm -hmm. uh, selling on Amazon for your first year is going to feel basically what you need to do is every every morning when you wake up, you pull up your Amazon app and then you um, eat a big old crap sandwich. That's I mean, that's that's what selling on Amazon yeah. is like, because yeah. you're right. You know, uh, there's there's people who take advantage of the, uh, you know, the return, you know, side of things and they'll return it and it's used or they'll return it and it's not in sellable condition. And then, you know, you, you nothing you can do about it. Like you just have to eat the sandwich. And so uh, I, I totally, totally get that. And when, you know, Matt was, Coop and his wife were, um, you know, they were, I was actually their consultant when, when we started. I'm the one who got them on, you know, on the e-commerce they sold on eBay yeah. forever. And I, and I remember sitting down with him and his wife and I said, you need to be on Amazon. You've got to switch. And she was like, I hate Amazon. <laughs> I would never like, and, and same kind of stuff, you know, so I, I think, uh, you know, our, mo it, our model is when the returns come in, we just do as best as we can reselling them. And, you know, you're able to curb some of that, but you're, you're totally right that it, it sucks. And, and now, you know, it's even worse because Amazon auto approves the, their, yeah. their returns and the refunds. Yeah. So it's like, oh, congratulations. You didn't even get, you know, like we fed you the crap sandwich while you were asleep, you know, because it's they accepted their return. It was over something stupid that you probably could have fixed with a $5 credit or something like that. And then you pay shipping. So, yeah, that's a that's a big aspect. But I'll say this on Amazon, you can sell, you know, uh, maybe five of something uh, a week on eBay, the same exact thing. Like you can, you can predict uh, the velocity, like it may sell a hundred a day on Amazon. And so it's, it's a, it's a lot different velocity. Um, but uh, I don't know. I love Amazon, but uh, you know, yeah, I, I love it. I love it. I love it too, man. I, I like, I feel that if you can get a product that's not just seasonal, but like it's a replenishable that's one thing that I'm really looking for to add to my business is the replenishable aspect of Amazon. Yeah. But I think you can move hot items right away, man. And oh, yeah. you know, your Bolo group does that. I mean, that's, but also being a, a eBay reseller, it's also giving you an opportunity to not leverage your business, but in a sense, it's like an insurance, right? So now Amazon has been like 20 to 30% of my, my gross profits. It's that, yeah, yeah, that's yeah. how much it's contributing. Yeah. So if yeah, yeah, absolutely. So if eBay shuts me down or Amazon shuts me down, you know, like it's, it's harder. Like you hear so many horror stories, right. On Amazon resellers that are big time yeah. and they freeze their account because of claims or whatever. Yeah, happens you all can't go start an eBay. You can't go start eBay and Mercari and Posh <laughs> and, and yeah. think you're going to, you know, replenish that. Yeah. And I think you're starting to see a lot more sellers because of that whole scare that, they're trying other platforms. I'm on Mercari now, but it's only to, to help me with the other platforms just in case they get shut down. But Mercari paid limits on me where I only could list like 50 to 75 items. And then I had to wait till I sold something. Wow. So that's crazy. But uh, now, now they, they unleash the gate. So it's, it's increasing. Yeah. That's awesome. Yeah. I sell on all platforms just because I'm, I'm, I'm scared of them. I'm scared to death of Amazon, <laughs> you know, cause if that happened, right. You know, right now my primary income comes from e-commerce, and so yeah. uh, you know, uh, I make more reselling than I do my full-time job. 
Yeah, that's that's awesome though. <laughs> that's a good problem to have. <laughs> like I'll I'll work eight hours a day and I take an hour lunch and I make more yeah. an hour than I did the eight hours. I was yeah. But yeah. that's that's also the beauty of America, man. And I think, you know, the market that we have, the free market, you have the capability to make as much as you're willing to make, man, or work, yeah. really. Yep. So those people that, you know, we talked about earlier that they're just playing video games or watching Netflix or binge watching, whatever, like they're missing out on so much. And then when it comes to retirement, they're going to, and they're struggling and they can't even get health care and they yeah. can't take a vacation. They can't pay the, the gas bills. Like, I don't want that, man. I don't want to get to my golden years and, and be struggling. So Yeah, I completely agree. What, one piece of advice I would give you yeah. is um, if the, the day that my business changed with uh, e-commerce was the day that I figured out how to cash flow Amazon. And I pay out the nose to do it, but I, I, have a, I use a company called Payability. And, uh, you know, they um, pay me as soon as it ships, I get paid the next day. So our whole model is we find items through the Bolo group and, you know, in, in other ways, you know, relationships like what, what, what you and I have, we find items um, that are selling fast. And so, you know, maybe we're making uh, $5 a unit or something. So like, whereas you're making like a hundred and million thousand dollars off a jersey. <laughs> Not as much, no. <laughs> yeah, yeah, but I, I, I'll have a six pack uh, can corn or, so, you know, something, whatever. Um, so, but I'm making $5. And so then we realized they're selling a hundred a day. And so we will take a trip. Like my wife and I, this past weekend, we went to Knoxville. Uh, we're in Atlanta. Uh, we, we went two and a half hours North. There's a church up there that we like to go to. And uh, you know, we bought a bunch of um, a certain item. Well, when we got there, everything in the van was sold. And so we printed off the shipping labels and we were paid. It was like the cash flow. We already had the cash back in our account. So we used that cash, recycled it, and bought on a different route back home. And by the time we got home, you know, we've we've made you know a thousand twelve hundred dollars yeah. in profit, and it cost us a hundred dollar hotel stay with a pool. And so that's yeah. you know, our model is more the velocity. Um, so if there's any way you can figure out how to cash flow and move to those higher velocity, like uh, if you could find something that's selling a hundred a day, and uh, you know you're making five dollar profit you can blow your minimum, you know, the profit, you know, the, um, the goals that you can blow that out of the water just by sending it through Amazon. The problem obviously is, you know, maybe five or 10% of those get returned or you have a crap, you know, crap sandwich with uh, Amazon, but that's the day that it really changed for us. That's when we changed our model from bulking up on the higher, uh, you know, ROI items like what you're talking about. Now, you know, if, if we make 10%, but it's $15, we can cash flow that because we figured out how to, you know, you know, it, it, we're going high velocity. So it, we, we can predict that it's going to sell within a couple of days or, or in a lot of cases, it's going to sell in a couple of minutes. Like a lot of times it's like you update the, the quantity and Coop will tell you this, like mm -hmm. you update the quantity and you say, okay, I have 10 of these and then you put it in and then you just hear it. Uh, I think I heard a ding earlier when and the, that's what you get when you resell is you hear the eBay uh, sound in the, the you know, like, uh, you you're all excited. Yeah. It's like, boom, I saw something, but yeah. you know, you put 10 and then it's literally five minutes later, ding, ding, yeah. ding, pending order go, you know? And so, uh, I would, I would definitely, if you can find something, uh, you know, that's just going crazy, you yeah. know, jump on that train. Cause if you put it available to sell, 
these people like i don't know what it is if it's covid or if yeah. it's just rich dummy america or the yeah. economy is great and so it's you know uh the spouse is successful so the other spouse is sitting at home just buying crap <laughs> but it's like as soon as you put it available people just love yeah. just to hit that buy button just over right. buy buy purchase purchase amazon send it all you know and <laughs> that's the opportunity for someone who's a third-party seller uh you know so um yeah, it's it's like it's like that saying you always hear. You're playing with the house's money. You're playing with the house's money, right? Yeah, so you 100%. you just gotta get to you gotta get to that point, and that's kind of what I'm trying to figure out. Even with the Nike outlets, you know, I've been visiting them a lot more, and I'm trying to just find those items that just sell, 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 sell. And like you said, man, I'm all about like if I can sell a high quantity and make 15 bucks, you know, I'm cool with that all yeah. day. <laughs> you, you know what I mean? But it's just finding it is the mystery yeah but they're out there though they're out there when we get off the when we get off the call uh so i i recently found a just one that's just crazy um i'll I'll send it to you i don't know if they'll have it in california but in georgia we've been buying this crap up like crazy and it's not a huge profit but we've legitimately i'll get on a second and see how many units we've sold but i mean we've legitimately sold probably four or five hundred units of it and like as soon as you list it, it's just boom, boom, boom. So I, I'll uh, yeah. I'll send that over. Well, That's man- what's up. You, you, oh, I was go gonna say real quick, the, you know, you were, my wife and I we were tripping out when we sold some stuff on Amazon, and she's like, "What kind of people are buying this stuff?" <laughs> I said, "Well, there's the address." I said, "There's the address." And so it's funny. So check this out. So we pull up the address. We pulled up this one address uh, to this house that bought a, an item that was pretty expensive, and then we pulled up the address to a house that was less expensive. And the one that bought the expensive item was living in a multi-million dollar home. <laughs> and then the, the average item was just an average house, you know, with the average yep. medium. And so it's just crazy, man. But um, wow. you just got to find the, the right product, man, and it will sell. Oh, yeah. The demand is there. Like, this is yeah. something that I, that I like. I think about all the time that just fascinates me. Like, the demand is there. If you can be the supply, you win. So like if there was some way I could drop ship, you know, on Amazon, like I, I obviously it's against terms of service. Don't, don't ever do that. But like, if you can just yeah. provide the supply, people are buying right, like right now, just like over and over and over and over and over again, people are buying and you know, that's the opportunity. So uh, I, yeah, I look at, definitely, definitely. Yeah. I look at like some of the stuff that like, the main state that we ship to, which is kind of, kind of crappy. It sucks, but the main state we ship to is California. Like, like I would say half of our crap goes to California. I'm like, could we not sell it to the people in Tennessee that cost me, <laughs> you know, $7 to ship it instead I have to pay 16 yeah. to get it to the West coast. But, um, yeah, yeah California is a big economy and man, especially with all the disasters that go on, people yeah. have to restart their lives all over again. And, you know, even the industry that I was in before, it's like the fires, unfortunate was a great thing for the business, you know, because they, they need new kitchens and they need construction. And, but then also your premiums go up for insurance, right. For homeowners insurance. So it's kind of like, it's the yin and the yang, but. Right. Yeah. Well, before we get off here, I know, I know you, uh, I I know you've got kids and family and everything else. (laughs) Um, I just wanted to say thanks. And uh, another plug for your, your podcast. So, uh, where can, where can uh, our listeners go and, and, and uh, you know, yeah. start to support your channel? 
Yeah, it's a, a reseller's journey. Uh, you can go to the website, aresellersjourney.com. And if you want to stream it from the website, you can. If you're an iTunes listener or Apple iPhone, uh, you can go through the podcast app and just type in a reseller's journey. If you're an Android, I'm on the Google, Spotify, and uh, that's pretty much it. And then you can just follow me on Instagram, eBay Joey, if you like to, uh, you know, most people that send me DMs, I just like to give them my phone number personally. And <laughs> yeah. we can just talk because it's harder to talk like to text and I got the family. But when I go outsourcing and I'm driving, hit me up, man. I, I'm not afraid to talk to anybody, even if I don't know your name, you know. If I can help, I can help. If not, it's all good, man. But yeah, I appreciate the time and the plug, man. Oh yeah, man. I wish you a, a record Q4. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, man. I'm 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 keeping track. You know, right now I'm doing a lot of data, Excel spreadsheets, and uh every quarter I keep I'm keeping track of the numbers and it's just like every quarter I'm just making more and more profit. But uh eventually, man, I would like to this to leverage into maybe buying some real estate or buying some oh, yeah. you know, some precious metals or, you know, things yep. like that. Or maybe one day my wife can draw a paycheck from the business, you know? Yep. So, uh, yeah, I'm very excited, man. I'm still learning and I'm not afraid to talk about anything because I know it's all temporary and we're all going to get to the finish line, whatever the finish line is for us. So, yeah, man. Yeah. hundred percent. Well, man, thank you so much for coming on, Joey. Uh, yeah. Anything you want to add? All right, all right. Well, Hey, I'll close this up now. Um, Listeners of Whiteboard Podcast Nation or Matt and Cody Show or whatever we're going to call this thing, uh, go out, work super hard, enjoy your family, go sell some crap on the internet, support your other businesses, support your family, support your parents who are out there struggling, make the money that your family needs and go and enjoy your family. Uh, if we can help with anything, sh uh, uh, shoot us a DM, hit us up on Instagram. If you have somebody that you would love to have on our podcast, let us know and we'll, we'll hit them up if they're, uh, you know, if, if it makes sense and we'll get them on here. But until next week, go sell some crap on the internet. Peace.